It's time to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over. But it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the match predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into the eyes of Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder on Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special wrestling review from the folks of Beer, Blues, and BS. Hey, the podcast, nice. yeah, the podcast that stays up way too late for a pay-per-view the night before New Year's Eve when we're going to get to stay up all over again. Why? They were slightly crazy. I am your host, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Jayco, I'm uh, I'm okay. You know, I'm here uh, again. It's the second time today that to uh, get to see you, so that's exciting. Very exciting. Um, love it. Love it. Um yeah, I had to watch the show, and that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, and I'm, I, I am kind of. Well, how am I doing? Well, we'll see how long Howard Blues's voice holds out because okay. Howard's been battling a cold uh, for the latter half of this week, and uh, needless to say, with all of our uh, chatting this afternoon, mm-hmm. talking to my kids, reading stories, all of that. The voice is a little rough tonight, so we'll see how long it holds out. But uh, overall, should be good. Should be a good evening. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do some chatting. Yeah. Um, that uh, <clears throat> for anybody, if this is your first time ever joining us for a wrestling review, let me break it down for you. Break it down. So, uh, yeah, the best way the best way to put it is uh, because I have kids <laughs> and other life commitments. Yep, uh, I don't get the opportunity to watch much wrestling these days. In fact, I watch zero wrestling these days. I catch bits and pieces here and there, and live pretty much vicariously through Mister Kidder. And so, when it comes to these pay per views or premium live events depending on which brand or show we're watching. Kidder takes it upon himself to watch, and we sit down, and he's going to break it down uh, for me, tell me what happened, what did I miss, what were the things we're seeing. But we've also, for a number of years, and one day I will go back and figure out when we started this, but we have a tradition. We always make predictions on the pay-per-view. It's kind of a little thing that we do competing for bragging rights, the defunct WWE pay-per-view. Now, because I don't watch the show, I keep myself away from spoilers. Uh, I will be locking in my picks right here. Kidder locked his in earlier, so I have those, so he can't change or cheat. And uh, the way that you guys know that I'm not cheating at this is I take penalty shots when I get them wrong. And uh, You're welcome to do the same. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, feel free to drink along with me. Uh, uh, for those who that applies to you too, if you want. For, for those who know, uh, I I have been uh, on the last few uh, doing peppermint schnapps as my punishment to choice. However, when we were talking about this this afternoon, Kidder, uh, my wife said, "You know what we got? We got some Kahlua gingerbread." And I said, "My God, that'd be terrible." And there it is. So. Wow, there it is. It's been out on my deck chilling for the last like two hours. So uh, the last time it was an AEW pay-per-view, which I historically do terrible at, uh, I did nine shots. So, oh boy. I have never seen anybody take a straight shot of Kahlua, and I don't know why you would. So (coughs) this could be good, folks. Strap in. Uh, other than that, uh, I mean, that kind of jumps into a segment that everybody loves on this show, and that is what's on tap. So, Kidder, I, I mentioned what I'm drinking. What will you be using as vocal lubrication for tonight's episode? Well, I'm going to need a little bit, and the Triple B Beer Fridge South is out of beer. So, uh, I have some... Good old Lucky's 13 Pub handcrafted Bloody Mary mix. Yes, this bottle is empty. That's because it's in the glass uh, over there. <clears throat> and you got to shake well, refrigerate. It's good stuff. There's uh, water, tomato paste, uh, Worcestershire, molasses, corn syrup, horseradish, and a few other things. This contains shellfish, little clam. Uh, but very tasty. It is made in Mendota, Minnesota, and you can get it at your local handcrafted Bloody Mary mix, home of Lucky's 13 Pub. And maybe if we're lucky, they'll sponsor us. But uh, aside from that, this has no alcohol. It's 40% juice with a lot of other things. And so to actually get it fired up at the store... You can get your regular vodka of choice, or or you can get the in-store made horseradish-infused vodka that kicks that up a notch, and it's very tasty. So if you like Bloody Marys, you like clam diggers, head on over to Lucky's 13. There's tons of them around North Dakota, and, and by tons, I mean two of them, one in Bismarck, one in Fargo, and then there's like nine in Minnesota. So... <clears throat> there it is. That's right. Got the tasty old Bloody Mary right here. And New Amsterdam Vodka going in this guy tonight. Uh, proud sponsor, supporter of the NHL. Cheers, yeah. Howie Blues. Cheers to you, Kidder. Now, and Big Bada Boom. Yeah, we, we do have one piece of business we have to, to deal with, Kidder. Before we dive into... Our world's end review. That's why I took a drink. Yeah, I, I figured. Uh, hey, for you, the audience, you don't know about this, but uh, as we did say, Kidder was over at my place, and I, my wife started it. So lefty, but I made a thing of it. <clears throat> but she was sharing with Kidder, uh, and, and mostly through me. Uh, we had bought uh, one of those kind of like, and one of those subscription boxes. But we got just the one of some international snacks to try. And so uh, he tried a couple while he was here, but 
we saved one for the show tonight. Uh, this is a crabs candy. Yeah, one of us will get it in focus. One of us. One of these guys. There we go. Uh, and it is cocoa and peanut filled. It's got a picture of a lobster on it. And uh, I'm not exactly sure what it is or where it came from. Uh, this was just in a bag of, hey, these are some really good little things that you should try. And uh, so we're going to uh, open up and take it out. I've, I've opened mine, Kidder, oh, so I can show sorry. you. It is this. Oh, I was just going to show off. It's this lovely kind of pinkish, brownish, whitish. Looks like a hard candy. Got the old ASMR going again. And uh, if you want to see Kidder's reaction to the other snacks, don't worry. Uh, coming soon. Yeah, coming out tomorrow will be a series of shorts or reels, whichever your uh, platform of choice is showcasing kidders sampling so kidder let's give these things a try let's see how it is all right no time like the present yeah here we go hmm okay um so it helps if you have it that is a really Really interesting flavor right off the bat. It's uh, yeah, it's very sugary, like a marshmallow almost. Mm -hmm. Marshmallow and weak, weak chocolate. Yeah, hmm. uh, that's very much how I'd put it. It was marshmallow and weak chocolate. Supposedly, there's peanuts in this thing. Mm. Well. Yep. There's I was gonna enough. say. Uh, I was gonna say that doesn't seem so hard that you couldn't just bite right through it. So, I'm trying to see on here if I can get a sense of where this is out of. No luck on that. I mean, it kind of tastes like. A knockoff Snickers with a little bit of marshmallow. Um, mm -hmm. I agree with Big Bada Boom on the country needs an education on crabs and lobsters. Yeah. <clears throat> so there is text on here in Russian. Da. 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 The Rasputich. Um. Russian. Maybe that's why crab look like lobster. Yeah. Uh, but not too bad. Not too bad there, Kidder. Uh, I don't know if you have a rating on this compared to everything else I made you try. Um, I mean, for me, it, it'd probably come in like second of the four things we tried. Yeah. Yeah, I could go with that. I don't want to give away too much of the uh, what the other stuff was, but it, it was interesting. Three. Wow, three. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, making it nice, right down the middle. That way Putin doesn't kill me in my sleep. Yeah. You, you know what, Kidder? I, I found in my bag while I, I was... Uh, wrestling review. Why are we talking? 
Uh, listen, this the hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Kidder, I, I found I was going through my bag, pulling out my external hard drive uh, yeah. so I could do a little bit of editing. And you know what? I, I, I found and I was like, oh, I should have given Kidder some uh, before I left. I actually have a couple of Haichu uh, variants. It's the soda variants. I don't know if you've tried these. I have had both of uh, them. Then I'm not going to worry about the fact I didn't give you any. Okay. I was going to share if you hadn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I appreciate since you, that. Since the you tried. The ones I got were hard. <clears throat> Hopefully the ones that you got are not. Uh, they, they are not. They were, they were pretty good. They're pretty good. Fresh. Ah, well, this brings uh, or ends the uh, food review segment of <laughs> our wrestling review. We should probably get to the show before people go, why on earth are we watching this? Um, drink again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Kidder, we always start with Thanks the... Thanks for sticking uh, up with us, uh, sticking it out here, Big Bada Boom. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, we always started off, of course, with the pre-show, in this case, the Zero Hour. And uh, did, did you check out the Zero Hour? Yes, because unlike WWE, when they can't make up their mind, AEW actually has matches on the pre-show. Which we appreciate. <clears throat> yeah, Makes you want to watch. Very interesting to me. I tuned in. At 6.01, the central time zone here, and they're already doing entrances. I'm like, holy crap! Like, okay, okay, matches. Like, I I didn't know I needed to tune in before 6 o'clock. I'm not used to this. But anyway, first match on the show. Women's match, Chris Statlander versus Willow Nightingale. I pick uh, Chris Statlander. Uh, in this case, I don't know much about either one, uh, but I, I too, because uh, you sent me the the match card, I too am going to go with Chris Statlander uh, in this. I, I think she just got the title, if I recall, uh, not that long ago. The title. She, she just lost the title. Yep. <laughs> This is why, folks, you can tell Howard does not follow uh, professional wrestling. Um, uh, okay, I thought she, she anyway. Let me see. What the, what was the stat? 23 and 1. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll stick with my guns. Uh, I'll go with Chris Statlander. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, they are friends. And so it's kind of weird. Like, who do you pick? Because it's kind of face versus face. Friends against friends. Uh, Willow Nightingale is a little bit larger statue of a wrestler. And so she goes after Statlander and is dominating her. And they actually have some really good mat wrestling right away. Uh, Statlander starts stalling when she tries to match power with Willow, but Statlander starts firing back, bunch of fast-paced strikes. Nightingale hits back with a pounce and then a Death Valley driver, but cannot get the three count. Willow then power bombs Statlander on the mat apron, which of course feels really good. Hits a missile drop kick, gets a near fall, but right around the corner. 
uh, Nightingale lands a power bomb, and there's a one, two, and three. Yes, uh, this one, <clears throat> the early upset right away for both of us as Willow Nightingale takes the three three count there. After the match, uh, Willow Nightingale helps Chris Statlander to her feet and gives her a hug, and they leave together. Peter, I was hoping I would have more time before I had to, you know, actually crack this thing open. Yeah. I was so confident I didn't even get the scorecard made up before we got through this. Um, there we go. Let's get it up here. You can see that poor. But normally we don't uh, we don't lower our standards to drinking room on this show. That's another show. Some might say a lesser version of the Triple B. Some might say a better version of the Triple B. Rum <clears throat> rocket rumors. Mm -hmm. So I forgot uh, to mention uh, how long how long the damn match was. Uh, Thirteen minutes twenty five seconds. Cheers to you, Howie Blues. Uh, cheers. I God, this is gonna be terrible. Oh. Oh, that's one reaction. Oh. It's going to be a long it, night, isn't it? It's like thick. It comes out kind of bitter in the aftertaste. It like coats your whole mouth. <laughs> it sounds disgusting. Oh, oh man. That's the first bat. Like oh. I mean, I don't mind rum, but I mean, this is again, it's Kahlua. You're supposed to mix it with stuff. It's it's not meant to be shot. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. You ready to move on? Uh, no, um, I don't. <laughs> I like erased any thought I had on that match. Oh. Perfect. Right afterward, we get a pretty sweet hype video for Serena Deeb. Looks like Serena Deeb will be returning relatively soon. And that'll help to bring up the women's division. Hopefully. A little bit. Okay. On to the second match, which is... The 20-man Battle Royale for a future AEW TNT Championship match. This match was 13 minutes, 50 seconds. And originally, I guessed Malachi Black. And then, because it's not like they actually put out information on who's in the damn match. And then, uh, once the people showed up, uh, I was going to pick... <laughs> Who did I pick? <laughs> um, I was going to pick Action Andretti, and then I was like, oh, there's Luchasaurus, who now goes by Kill Switch. So, I officially chose Kill Switch after figuring out who, what, where, and got my brain going. Yeah. Uh, Kidder, I don't expect you to necessarily tell me, like, all 20 people who were in the match, but can, can give you a list of names, uh, at least a few notables. Because I have no idea who to pick on that one. So we have Danhausen, Trent Beretta, 
Lance Archer, The Dark Order, Butcher and the Blade. Who else is that? <clears throat> A few others. <laughs> okay, well, um, you know, I, I believe uh, that Lance Archer has a nickname that's somewhat close to our uh, mascot, the murder bird. So I'll pick him. I think it's like murder Hawk, you know, is what his is, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go with that. You know, um, you know, that seems like a, a terrible choice, but it's uh, the best I can do, man. I'm just asking, <laughs> Would you like to recant? Because I'm looking up the participant list. I can get I mean, more. I, I mean, uh, if you want to be that generous, okay. you, you, you can. Generous for you. We have Darius Martin, Action Andretti, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Danhausen, Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, Lance Archer, Killswitch, Dalton Castle. Christopher Daniels, The Butcher, The Blade, Johnny TV, who you may remember as another John, depending on his promotion, Serpentico, Daddy Magic, Angelo Parker, Brian Keith, and Kip Sabian. There is uh, all 20 contestants. Is that 20? Sounds like 20. I, uh... <laughs> I, I truthfully, I don't know that that helps me a whole lot. Um, you know what? It's a long shot. It's not going to happen. Okay. But I'll, I'll stick with my guns. I'm probably going to regret that in, like, the next five minutes. <laughs> So, everybody started brawling outside the ring before the match officially started. Tables were pulled out from underneath the ring, and most of the people fighting each other buried Killswitch under the tables and then hit him repeatedly with the chairs. Then after several eliminations, Killswitch got up, got into the match, and basically went after everybody. Uh, Lance Archer and Killswitch were pretty much the uh, two biggest people in there. <clears throat> Dark Order working together. They tried to eliminate as many people as possible. Uh, unfortunately, Lance Archer recovered, returned to the match, and then started throwing people over the top rope. Uh, as I mentioned, Killswitch came in and started taking out more people as well. And then it was Big Man versus Big Man. They ended up uh, Dan Housen, Trent Barretta, uh, and Killswitch. Uh, he was knocked down, but uh, Trent Barretta and Dan Housen ended up eliminating uh, <clears throat> Lance Archer. And so, well, Dan Housen was very excited. Trent Barretta grabbed him, threw him over the top rope, leaving Trent Barretta and Killswitch. So now they're battling kicking each other and they they end up right over the ropes right on the edge 
the classic who's going to win and kill switch knocked Trent off and wins the battle royale and uh, gets a TNT championship match at any time is what he chose Okay, uh, who did you say one? Sorry, I was looking up. It is Murder Hawk for Lance Archer. Okay, Murder Hawk. Uh, that would be Kill Switch, i.e., Luchasaurus. Okay, so that's a point for Kidder and a punishment shot for Howard. <sighs> I mean, I don't know if you really want to do it. We have how many freaking matches? 13 matches. <laughs> Listen, man, the rules are the rules. Okay, okay. I'll drink with you, so then you don't I, have to go all George Thurgood on me. I, I don't make the rules. I just follow the rules. And by you that, I... enforce them? Uh, yes. Yes, even when I don't have the ref shirt on. So I... Okay. Che cheers to you, good sir, for your health and for my suffering. Hey, I, I filled this thing up about a third of vodka. <clears throat> And I'm already almost halfway done, so. Well. <laughs> and I know you didn't hear anything of what I just said. A uh, third of vodka, <laughs> half through. Uh, yeah, yeah, it gets a little blurry whenever the, the spike mm -hmm. of the bitter kill. Yeah. <clears throat> I might on the next one take a peppermint schnapps shot just to clean. You probably should. Oh. Just, just gonna throw that out there. You probably should. What, what is the twenty percent alcohol by volume? Is the schnapps? Schnapps, they don't tell you. Like, well, if you're drinking schnapps, you don't really care. Oh, thirty percent. So actually, the schnapps are more alcoholic. Mm. But it also doesn't threaten to kill you with a reset. I mean, some people I think might enjoy the the thrill of the suffering. I don't know. You know, Schadenfreude is a thing. Well, on to the next match then. <laughs> Just keep rolling right along. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Okay, we won't do that. All right. Um,. Next match, and still on zero hour, I might add, an FTW rules match for the FTW championship. Your champion, Hook, versus the Ring of Honor pure champion, Wheeler, Utah. This match is 10 minutes, 20 seconds. I choose Hook. So I, I, I'm not going to lie, Kidder. Uh, it it could be the rum coursing through my veins. It it could be the lack of sleep. What, when you said the uh, FTW championship, my mind went to FTR, and I'm like, oh, it's an FTR match? Okay, great. This is, mm. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, so once I got past the, that disappointment, uh, I, too, am going to take Hook. Okay. And I... I, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Hook. Okay, I like Hook. Wheeler Yuta was taunting Taz as well, uh, and you know the FTW Championship, Taz being the creator of it, and somewhat of a unrecognized championship. But Hook being Taz's son, 
there's that very interesting piece so hook comes out starts brawling throwing some judo throws and uh the ftw rules basically anything goes it's a hardcore match no dq etc so the interesting thing about this is the pure championship belt is of course pure rules for wrestling which is the complete opposite so interesting thought there they end up getting out of the ring uh yuda and hook beating the crap out of each other they're getting the toys out of uh underneath the ring they're hitting each other over here over there they're doing the things uh trash cans they even had a trash can that was painted up and had a uh, an orange spray paint ftw on the side and the lid, just so then you know which lid goes with which can. Very helpful. Uh, they they were doing some traditional wrestling moves. Bunch of suplexes here and there. No, I'm not going to count them for you. Sorry, Howard. <clears throat> Aside from that, little fisticuffs here. Then, uh, at this point, Wheeler Yuta grabbed a giant kendo stick. And he's up in the ring, and he starts coming over toward Hook. Hook reaches underneath the ring and pulls out a hockey stick. Mm -hmm. Hockey, hockey, hockey. That's right. Uh, Hook comes in, and guess what? Two minutes for hooking. Yes, he sweeps the leg and pulls uh, Yuta down. And in the process... It pulls apart their already broken hockey stick for a disappointment for me. Uh, But then with Yuta down, Hook comes in and smashes him with the hockey stick and officially breaking it in half. And then grabs a piece of the hockey stick, grabs Yuta, puts him into the red rum with the stick, and tap, tap, tap. There it is after 10 minutes, 20 seconds. Hook, the big winner with a two-minute minor for holding and a two-minute minor for hooking. We could, well, it's his stick, so never mind. <laughs> uh, sounds like a decent uh, little match, you know? So that's, uh, that's good. That's good. Um, I don't. I don't have much more to say on that, except hey, I didn't have to take a shot this time. So yes, kudos. And got one right. Boom is going to start drinking tomorrow at the brewmaster's house, and enjoy some beverages tomorrow. So you mm-hmm. lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get. We didn't get invited to the brewmaster's house. Yeah. Local geek, locally brewed brews. Yeah, we're gonna. We'll have to. We'll have to have some words with him the next time he's on. <clears throat> yeah, if only he joined our our live shows too. Like, well, he was on last night briefly. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. On with the main show. <clears throat> you know that I like to give the full analysis on the graphics and the opening videos and vignettes and those sorts of things. Opening video, 
good with the voiceover, good with the drama, good with the music. However, they're stuck with showing the slow-mo pieces of different matches, and I still don't like it. We need to make a better opening video. And that goes for both companies that we track on this show and really hoping for something better from the next one. But it wasn't terrible. Got some uh, pyro explosions and all of that good stuff, and so I give that the uh, thumbs up. <clears throat> next match, or I, I should say lower thirds, they were pretty good. The uh, graphics uh, on the screen, as you can see, they're somewhat planetary. Intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic, if you will. Uh, with the stones coming through asteroids and got the Milky Way back there. So, yeah, I, I give them some props on on that. Okay. First match on the main card. Eight-man tag match with the Blackpool Combat Club of Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson. With Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia. Versus Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. This match is 17 minutes, 50 seconds. And uh, I choose uh, Team BCC at all. So you're, you're taking the Black Pool Combat Club? Correct. And Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia. Okay, listen, I'm I'm just trying to make sure I keep these abbreviations and such. You know, as the scorekeeper, I got to know what you're talking about. The FCC won't let me be, okay? Um, You know, I'm going to go with the other guys. I'm going to take Brody King and company. Because you are a fan of the HOB, the House of Black. Yes. Yes, I am. And while I like the Blackpool Combat Club, uh, I like the House of Black a little bit more. You like the Bang Bang Gang, too? Uh, you know, not really. Um, okay. uh, and truthfully, this is probably going to be a bad pick on my part. But you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. So, fun fact for you is this match... Uh, features people who were in the Continental Classic Tournament who did not make enough points to be in or, or did not win to be in the final, which we will have later on <clears throat> tonight. So, some good matchups here and an interesting dynamic between both teams. Uh, some good wrestling matchups. Uh, not a lot of tag team work, but, uh, you know, Claudio and Brian were doing their tag team and standard BCC stuff. This match was all over the place because everybody was doing everything at once and nobody really cared what was happening. Uh, really, to sum it up at the end, Jay Lethal went for the lethal injection. Daniel Garcia countered and got the pinfall there. Uh, for the one, two, and three, uh, meaning that uh, 
Team BCC, Briscoe and Garcia picked up the win. The big drama setting up here between Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson because uh, Daniel Garcia came down onto the uh, ramp and was about to do his little dance moves that he does. And Brian Danielson's music instantly came on, cut him off, and uh, Garcia was pissed and even to the point at the end where he shoved Brian out of the way getting the counter and the pin and uh, then staring him down basically the whole time until they showed the next promo so I'm guessing that's where uh, the next feud is going interesting and uh, with that, hey, third penalty shot of the night. And Kinder, I forgot I was going to switch over to Schnapps for a, a break. So, Guess my bad. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, my bad. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. No. But you know what? What is better? You could have a water with hops and grain. You could do that. And this pint glass could be yours at beerbluesbs.com or at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. How about even a generic triple B glass? Beautiful pint glass. Again, beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch or right at the bottom here. Streamlabs.com slash BS And uh, subscribe now. Click the thumbs up. We'd uh, absolutely love for you to hit the thumbs up and help us, you know, beat the algorithm. Ugh. Ugh. How, many, how many matches we got left, Kidder? That was number four. Uh, I, yep. I might be dead before tonight's over. <laughs> Potentially. Next up on the card, we had a promo for the next match, which is Miro de Ridimar versus Andrade El Idolo with CJ Perry as his manager. Uh, it's a singles match. Nothing crazy except for CJ Perry being the manager for Andrade. This match is 14 minutes, 45 seconds, and a, an interesting piece. Uh, I, I chose, I sh okay, so I chose Andrade El Idolo. There's that. There's my pick. Your choice. Um, I will, I'll take Miro. Interesting piece of information for you that apparently this is Andrade's last match in AEW and that he will likely be showing up back in WWE very soon. Probably at the Rumble. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, which which is... I say interesting because uh, there's a thing going around on some of the dirt sheets a leaked royal rumble uh order coming out 
again. Uh, yeah, you, you know, like we, we we talked about this the last time it happened. Uh, according to it, I'll, I'll try and find it. So when we get to the Rumble, we can see how accurate this thing was. Mm -hmm. uh, but it had uh, Punk coming in at like 27 and winning it. Cody Rhodes is the runner up. And the surprise entrant of choice was X-Pac. But no Andre. Okay. So take that for what you will on all of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fair enough. Also, as we're talking about uh, upcoming news, AJ Lee shared a picture of her uh, old wrestling boots, and she was wearing them. So that may be a thing for the women's rumble. All right. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> Miro attacks Andrade right away before uh, Andrade can even get his coat off. Uh, Miro is mad with CJ for managing Andrade, and the two engage in a shouting match. And I think it was Taz says, uh, Oh man, now you got to look at the inside of their household here. Back and forth match goes out to the ringside. Andrade throws Miro into the steel steps, and then CJ hugs Andrade. El Idolo goes for a moonsault, but Miro rolls out of the way. However, Andrade lands on his feet and then hits a standing moonsault on Miro. Miro fights back, locks in the game over on Andrade, but he makes it to the ropes and, of course, saving him from the uh, potential loss there. <clears throat> and CJ Perry taunts Miro as the Redeemer continues to fight. Andrade gets a near fall after a back elbow to Miro's head. Andrade then locks in the figure four leg lock. Woo! Andrade goes for a figure, a figure eight, but Miro reverses the hold. Andrade reverses that and then bridges it, getting the figure eight. Woo! <laughs> Allah, his wife. CJ Perry sneaks in and rakes Andrade's eyes. <gasps> Andrade is shocked, and even more so when Miro delivers a big boot, and then the Redeemer locks in the game over, and Andrade taps out, meaning your winner of the match is Miro Daridima. After the match, CJ Perry blows a kiss to Miro. And that was all 18 right. minutes, 45 seconds. All right. All right. A point on the board for Howard. Uh, Kinder, I, I have to ask, because there's definitely some tomfoolery in this match. I know it's early. I know there's more matches to come, but I have to ask it. Is this, Kinder, is this our DraftKings screwy finish of the night? Not yet. Oh, wow. Get ready for more twists and turns on this ride, folks. Oh, there's a lot of screwball action coming up, and it's not the crappy liquor. Okay, nice match. <laughs> Sorry. All, oh. all, of the, all of the rum just hit my gut as I uh, sat up a little bit, and I'm like, oh, oh. Please Ooh. don't throw up on the stream. We're going to lose viewers. We don't it's have any to lose. I don't know a boom still there. He might have made a run of tap water and has called it a night. You know, I I don't blame him. It's almost midnight. 
I'd be in bed if I could help it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, uh, next match, AEW Women's World Championship with Timeless Tony Storm, your champion, versus Riho, the first AEW Women's World Champion. This match is 11 minutes, 40 seconds. I pick Tony Storm. Uh, I, too, am going to pick Tony Storm. Get her... Um... I think Tony Storm beat Rio for the title. Yes. So, I think it's. Uh, I think they're going to continue that. Okay. Well, uh, right away, effectively, Tony's trying to keep Rio from using her speed. So Storm is dominating until the referee sends Luther to the back. Luther is her butler because timeless Tony Storm is. I guess like a 1920s super self-involved actress, I guess you could say. Uh, Riho rallies and finally unloads a bunch of high-flying moves, and uh, including the flying body press, a 619, and a dragon suplex. Hits out on Storm, but Riho does not cover in time. Storm kicks out at two. Bunch of near falls as they go back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth for two, two, and another two. Riho goes to the top rope, but Storm yanks her off the turnbuckle, hits the DDT. Uh, she also uh, hit a Storm Zero in there, which Riho counted, out, or uh, tapped, shouldn't say tapped out, she got out of the move but ddt at the end in a one two and three tony storm picks up the win and maintains her championship at the end mariah may comes down gets into the ring has a bucket of rose petals and serenades her with rose petals uh okay I, I mean, I got nothing on this. Okay. Get her. It, it, uh, I mean, it. <laughs> Rolling right along. I, Next match Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Then Keith Lee unable to compete because of uh, an injury, I guess. And so it was then announced that Swerve Strickland would face Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Because uh, Keith Lee not medically cleared to compete. This match was 9 minutes, 30 seconds. I choose Swerve Strickland. Yeah, that's the safe safe bet. You know, it's not like Dustin needs the win. So. Yeah. At least he's on the pay-per-view. Yes. It's good to see him. Good to see him. Glad he's still employed. <clears throat> so, Swerve uh, comes out to the ring first, and then Dustin's music hits. Dustin's coming up uh, to the ring, gets hit from behind by Swerve before the ring uh, bell has rung. Swerve whips Dustin into the steel steps and beats the crap out of him, and then Prince Nana pulls a cinder block 
cinder block from underneath the apron as uh, Nana holds Dustin's leg on it. Swerve jumps off the mat apron onto Rhodes' leg doing a curb stomp. The official and meds come out to check on Dustin. Officials try and help Dustin to the back, but uh, then he eventually refuses, turns around, gets in, and they start the match. He can barely stand, and Swerve starts beating the crap out of him, we, which is, you know, sending a message to Keith Lee. Uh, <clears throat> Rhodes uses what he can in his experience on mounting attacks that, you know, don't need the leg. Uh, and then, bam, power slam out of nowhere. Rhodes gets a near fall, and then uh, the adrenaline is clearly in his soul. Goes after Strickland. Prince then uh, starts yelling at the referee, allowing Dustin to kick Strickland in the southern regions. Pile driver by Dustin, followed by the crossroads. Adrenaline in his soul. Strickland shuts Dustin down, though, with a kick to his bad leg. Puts him in a half. Uh, Boston Crab. Swerve then starts smoking uh, Rhodes with blows and keeps the hold, but then Rhodes grabs the ropes. Forcing the rope break. Dustin flips off Swerve and spits in his face. Swerve goes nuts. Swerve blasts Rhodes with two jump kicks. And uh, Dustin's nearly unconscious at this point. As Swerve jumps off the top rope. Gives the old curb stomp to his chest. Covers him up. One, two, three. That is uh, done. There you go. <clears throat> On to the next yep. match. Eight-man tag match. Unless you had something to say about that. I mean, uh, there's not much to say. This is clearly a feel-good. A, mm -hmm. hey, Swerve, we're sorry. Your opponent's not available. Here's Dustin Rhodes, mm -hmm. or at least on the pay-per-view. <laughs> Instead of doing the whole, hey, great, guys, one less match. We're going to be done at 1030. Yeah, no. All right. Well, this is uh, Les Sex Gods. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, they're um, back together. Sting and Darby Allen versus Ricky Stocks. Big Bill, your AEW Tag Team Champions, and the Don Callis family of Kenosuke Takeshita. God dang it. Takeshita and Powerhouse Hobbs with Don Callis. This match, I choose Chris Jericho and company. I, uh, I, I'm i not going to lie, Kidder. This is the thing that I find the hardest as not following AEW is we get to some of these matches, and I just I, I, I don't understand how they came to be. Like, I, I read through it on the card. I'm like, Sting, Darby Allin, all right, Chris Jericho, huh, Sammy Guevara. What the hell? I mean, it's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. faces and heels teaming together against a different I, heel. I, but Jericho's not a heel anymore. Uh, Sammy Guevara just turned on the Don Callis family. Well, um, I, I think I just have to go with Sting and Darby. Okay. Because every time I have historically gone against them on these reviews, I end up drinking. Mm-hmm. This match is 15 minutes, 40 seconds. A lot of action going on. 
A lot of crazy moves happening because, you know, Darby is absolutely nuts. So they're throwing down. This is also the first time that Chris Jericho and Sting have teamed together in history. I can see that. Uh, good moment in this is when Darby Allen and Kanosuke Takeshita were going back and forth because, you know, they are still uh, rising stars, if you will, and had uh, quite a good time uh, in the middle there. Lots of back and forth. People were booing the crap out of Don Callis because, you know, nobody likes him. And Sammy Guevara hits a GTH on Ricky Starks and then a shooting star press. And the one, two, and three gets the uh, pinfall victory there, and everybody celebrates and wins. Ricky Starks win. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, I, Sting, and Darby Allen. I, I promise I'm listening, Kidder. I just. I just threw it out there so fast that I, I I was trying to follow and I'm trying to focus, but this rum is getting to me and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, I, I went to La La Land for a second. You know, I'll try and do better. <laughs> yeah, focus, Howard, focus. Right. I don't. I don't know. If my voice would allow me to do the focus, Howard. Focus, oh yeah. Got to stare at a candle for like an hour. <clears throat> I stared into the eyes of the atom. Mm -hmm. He never blinks. Right. He's got that one twitchy eye, though. Okay. Little twitch there. So, yeah. side note about Chris Jericho, that apparently, behind the scenes, a lot of people uh, have been hurt by Chris Jericho and his actions, and that some of the, the things uh, that he's been doing have made people uncomfortable, and um, that he's apparently hiding skeletons in his closet mm. such as uh kylie ray a former aew women's wrestler may have left the company due to chris jericho and the quote from mm, no um account uh, no listed account quote so here's the deal you don't quit the hottest uh, fed going today aw without reason i have it from people in the know that kylie was asked to go to chris jericho's room with the understanding that others would be there when she got there it was just him he made a pass at her no other details are given and she freaked out another tweet was posted talking about Women who are waiting until it's safe to speak about Chris Jericho and Kylie Ray apparently posted a heart emoji related to that post. 
This is mm. going back to All Out 2019 when uh, a reporter asked Tony Khan about her status with the company. And uh, reports said previously broke, saying that she requested her release, but no other info was given at the time. And then Tony Khan confirmed that she was no longer with AEW in uh, 2019. And the split was supposed to be, uh, quote, super amicable. That, uh, quote, she is no longer with us. We had so many announcements going on into the Battle Royal. She asked for her release, and we granted it. She called me and asked if I could uh, be released. If she could be released from the contract, it's pretty simple. I said, yeah, I asked her if everything was okay. She said, yeah, she just didn't want to be with the company anymore. So we talked about it. It was very simple. So, yeah, that was a quote from uh, Tony Khan back in 2019 related to Kylie Ray and apparently skeletons in Chris Jericho's closet. Uh, this is also part of his recent comment stating that he had not signed a non-disclosure agreement related to CM Punk and Ace Steel and the other uh, brawl related to why CM Punk is, was uh, let go from AEW. Mm. Mm. I did see that. I didn't look any further into it, but I I did see that he had said that he had not signed the NDA. So, yeah. Since it's kind of a, a little bit of news, unless you had to, did you have more more there with that? No. Uh, not really. Um, always kind of sad when you hear accusations like this because it's mm-hmm. just kind of like you. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, I like Chris Jericho, and so there's a part of me that hopes that it's just not true, but at the same time, if it is true, yuck. Mm-hmm. Yuck. That's... Ugh. It's probably as bad as this stuff in a shot form. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Other interesting news, since it's kind of a, a little pause in the action here, is that Kevin Dunn announced that he will be leaving WWE. Wow. After being there for many years. Uh, you know, I could see that. There's a change. Things are changing. There's going to be watch. You know. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect with the formation of TKO that they're going to like, all right, let's blow the doors off everything and change everything right away. You know, it's going to be a slow rollout process, but Mm -hmm. things aren't going to happen. They're going to change. They're going to want to change how things are filmed and the look and the presentation, get rid of the, whoa, cut and cut and cut. And, oh, I'm throwing up fudge. So we got to cut, you know, all of that garbage. A lot of people are really hoping <clears throat> that goes away. I did. Yeah. I'm one of those. I'm not a big fan of that in movies. As far as like the one down thing, bad thing that I have like against the Transformer movies by Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that there's two big robots slugging it out, but you can't tell what's going on. And damn it, I paid to see two big robots slug it out. I want to see and understand what's happening when these two big robots are slugging it out. This has been Howard's 
not really hot, but somewhat hot take on Michael Bay's Transformers. Keeping the show relevant. Yeah. Uh, other news, Shotzi got married today and then wrestled in her wedding dress just a few hours later at a house show. Uh, well, uh, congratulations. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not actually going to take a shot because... Yeah, but uh, yeah, congrats. I mean, that's... Uh, also today, uh, actually, technically now two days ago, I guess, looking at it, <clears throat> J.D. McDonough was not able to travel with Judgment Day into Canada because... He didn't have the correct paperwork. Mm. So he was not able to go to the Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hmm. Yep. That's a, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have had that sorted out. One would assume, but apparently not. And finally, Zelina Vega has committed to a new multi-year contract with the WWE. I mean, that's fine. It's like they give her stuff to do. Yeah, you know, she's hanging out with LWO. And Andrade will probably be joining and... uh, Joining LWO, that is, and hanging out with them. Yeah. On with the show! It is time for your AEW TBS Championship. Your champion is House of Blacks, Julia Hart versus Abaddon. This is a house rules match, and Abaddon chose the rule of biting is permitted. And of course, being a house rules match, it's also a 20 count around the ring and no rope break interesting uh i went with julia hart uh yeah i would also take julia hart because house of black you know Mm -hmm. sticking to the guys i like right so right away, Julia, oh, I forgot to mention, forgot to mention, 11 minutes, 35 seconds. There we go. Mm. Julia goes right after uh, and starts beating the crap out of Abaddon until she, uh, Abaddon goes nuts and biting Hart, and then that throws her off her game. Uh, Abaddon bit Julia Hart's arm, and then, you know, she was like, oh, and then Abaddon bit her again. Uh, Abaddon went to the top rope, but Julia followed up and hit a superplex to Abaddon. Uh, Covering a near fall there, but Abaddon went to the top rope again, and suddenly Sky Blue pops out from underneath the ring. Sky Blue has transitioned into a bad girl and has aligned herself with Julia Hart. Sky Blue throws her off the uh, uh, rope there. And Abaddon goes after Blue, pulling her out from underneath the ring after she had crawled back in, but gives Hart time to recover. And uh, Julia Hart grabs Abaddon, blasts her a couple times, throws her back into the ring. 
Goes up top, hits a moonsault, and then covers for the one, two, and three. Julia Hart remains your AEW TBS champion. Good. Good. I'm not just saying that because I don't have to drink. Uh, Sounds like an all right match. Sounds like some screwiness, though, Kidder. So I have to ask, is this our DraftKings screwy finish of the night? No. Oh. Screwball natures to come. More twisted turns, folks. Just hang in there. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I really I, I guess I, I I wish I had more to comment on this, Kidder. I I feel like I'm letting you down on that side, but I just I don't. I, you know, maybe it's because I don't really follow AEW. Maybe it's because I don't really know the people. I don't know the storylines. I got nothing. I'm like, okay, they won. You know, it's not like the WWE where I guess they're so transparent. I've seen so much of their stuff. I can go, well, clearly it's so-and-so is going to win because they're setting up this storyline. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I got none of it. I Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, next match, you'll actually know some people. And that is a no disqualification match for the TNT Championship. Christian Cage, your TNT champion, with Nick Wayne and his mother versus the rated R super, super, superstar Adam Copeland. This match is 25 minutes long, and I choose Adam Copeland. I mean, that's a good pick. That is a solid pick. But, Kidder, if I keep picking the same people as you, I will never catch up. I'm one behind at this point. Okay. So, Kidder, as much as it pains me, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I am going to choose Christian Cage to retain. Okay. Trying to read your face. Trying to determine... He just grabbed something out of his tongue. Yeah, there's a little thick piece of something in my Bloody Mary there. Is that that a poker face? Is that a towel? Is Kidder trying to tell me, like, ha-ha, you're going to take another shot, sucker? I was really good at the end there. Uh, There's a little bit left, but it's, like, all pepper. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous of you and that Bloody Mary. (laughs) Hey, man, you can have one. I'll uh, I'll start walking. I'll I'll be there by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Just you know, that's what happens. Mm. There we go. All right, let's get back to the action. There's a lot of pepper. It tasted delicious, but I just need to clear my throat. All right, mm. so right away. Adam Copeland goes after Christian as he's walking down the entrance ramp. And uh, I just dropped my earbud. Oh, no. Kidder's gone deaf. 
<laughs> oh, I still have one earbud in, but uh, with my luck, I'll probably drop that one too. <laughs> right away, yeah. just beating the crap out of Christian Cage, okay? They're, they're in the ring, they're out of the ring, they're beating each other up. Adam's chasing Christian up the stairs, and uh, this is up into the ramp, into the crowd, beating him up. And uh, uh, Christian is, you know, beat up and sitting there. Adam goes up to the top of the vomitory, bam, on the top of him. Huge spot there. They, they end up getting back down into the ring area and Adam goes for a spear misses crashes into the turnbuckle of course which then allows Christian to take over uh, Christian gets a little off balance Adam comes in spears Christian through a table goes for the cover but Mama Wayne pulls the referee out before the three count can hit then Nick Wayne comes over while well, the official is dealing with Nick Wayne's mother. And <clears throat> Nick Wayne starts messing with, uh, with Adam. Okay? Gives Christian a breather. But then uh, Adam throws Nick Wayne out of the way, gets back in, in which Christian grabs Adam and hits a kill switch. And a near fall. Nick Wayne and Christian then pull out a table from underneath the ring. Douse it in lighter fluid. Wayne lights the table, but Adam fights off Christian and Nick Wayne. The table ends up going out. Adam comes down, grabs more lighter fluid, sprays it again, lights it up. Adam runs up, power bombs Nick Wayne into part of it. Nick Wayne's head looks like it snapped in half on the uh, on the ring uh, floor surface because he kind of overshot the table. <clears throat> kind of a cool spot, but it would have been cooler had he actually gone through the whole table. Uh, anyway, Christian goes to hit. Adam from behind with the TNT championship, but Adam blocks it, grabs Christian, hits the kill switch on him, covers him at a one, two, and three. Your winner and new TNT champion is rated R super duper star Adam Copeland. Peter, I can't open the uh, peppermint schnapps, apparently. <laughs> I'm trying. Ah, there we go. <laughs> well, uh, while you're doing I, that, I should also mention that uh, Nick Wayne's nickname is The Prodigy. <laughs> Nick's... Uh, Wayne must be as blind as a bat to miss that table. I mean, he, you know, gravity didn't really help him there because Adam threw him a little bit farther than where he should have. But yeah, uh, I knew that was a I knew that was a risky pick, but you know, I could have seen the screwy finish there. Uh, didn't get one, so uh, for that, here's some peppermint schnapps to wash down gingerbread Kahlua and sadness. <sighs> 
Oh. Mm. Peppermint. <laughs> you, you good? <laughs> I, I mean, no, but okay. How many? How many matches we got left? A few. So damn. <laughs> the match has ended. The table has not uh, continued burning. Adam Copeland is celebrating. Everybody cheers. And suddenly, there, up at the top, is Killswitch. He's walking down to the ring. He comes in, and he choke slams Adam Copeland, and then grabs a chair, comes back in, sets up the chair, choke slams Adam Copeland off the chair. Killswitch is ready to cash in the TNT Championship uh, money in the bank contract right away. The official is about to ring the bell. Christian Cage runs in and says, hey, don't do this. Killswitch is going to do it anyway. And then Christian is saying, hey, don't do this. Killswitch is sitting there going, ah, and then Adam... Uh, it's still, you know, toast. So Christian comes up to Killswitch and whispers something into Killswitch's ear, and Killswitch hands over the contract. Christian signs the contract, hands it to the officials, ring the bell! So, Adam Copeland, your champion, versus Christian Cage. Who do you pick? I choose Christian. Uh... This match is 11 seconds long. Damn. Um, I shouldn't, like, worry so much about this. Like, it, it should be Christian Cage. <laughs> like, it should. Right. But I can see they've been bickering so long that Adam Copeland like, gets up, and as soon as the contract is signed, he spears Christian again, and one, two, three, and it's... Get her. <laughs> um, I'll take Christian Cage. It's ah, it's the smart pick. All right. So Christian Cage hands in the 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 contract. The bell rings. Christian waits for a very woozy and blown up Adam to get to his feet. Spears him, covers him up. One, two, and three. There it is. Your winner and new TNT champion is Christian Cage. You're safe for another match. I near talked myself into a shot. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, this is getting yeah. dangerous, man. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I, 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 I let on your own accord. Ah, this is just like slightly intoxicated Howard logic. Like, well, they could they could go for the you know screwy you know, rope. Yeah, I mean, I can see them doing that. But uh, okay, well, glad I'm glad I'm okay yeah. for another round. The next match on the card is the championship final for the Continental Classic for the inaugural American Triple Crown Championship crowning. 
It is the Ring of Honor World Championship with the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship and the inaugural All Elite Wrestling Continental Championship. 17 minutes, 20 seconds. It is Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. I chose Moxley. Peter, I got to make up ground or I'm going to lose this. I will take Kingston. Okay. So, they beat the crap out of each other constantly. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Blast to the face, blast to the face. Chop, 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 chop. Machine gun chops. Chop, 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 chop. Slap chop? Yes. Hey, Vince here with slap chop. All right. <clears throat> yes. Constantly. So they went back and forth uh, for basically all, you know, 17 minutes of this. A uh, bunch of spinning elbows and one finally hit Moxley. Knocked him down. One, two, three. Eddie Kingston, your inaugural Continental Champion and Triple Crown winner. Ooh, there we go. Howard making up some ground. There we go. There we I go. I started um, dozing off in this match. I, I kind of realized that when the, uh, the whole replay of it was chop, 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 chop. Chop chop. Kingston wins. <laughs> I mean that was like sixty percent, seventy percent of the match. I, I, I mean all of that I saw. <laughs> I, I mean probably the only thing that was missing was a uh, chop 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 Moxley's bleeding, chop chop chop, Kingston wins. Mox uh, I, I don't recall him bleeding in this match. No, that's, that's why I didn't say it. Wow. Uh, okay. Changing up the game for us there, Mr. Moxley. I should actually Google that. <laughs> Did Moxley bleed tonight? I mean, that would almost be like a safe question. Like we could add on. And I, I'm not suggesting we actually do this, but you know, it's almost like, will Moxley bleed in his match? Yes or no? Question. <clears throat> yeah, I just don't want to keep track of it though. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it is kind of just a a yes or a no. I suppose you could say. Something like that, yeah. Um, after the match, uh, they hugged. Oh. oh. Mm -hmm. They still like each other. Yay. Okay, we, we better move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, while well, you're while well, you're contemplating life and sobriety, uh, I was actually looking to see if I could find some screenshots from the match, just to see if there was a little extra extra blood, and uh, I don't I don't believe there was. <clears throat> I do want to say, talking and uh, bringing the thought process back to the graphics. AEW updated their championship belt graphic before the match. 
and they are really good. I mm. I really am enjoying seeing them. Now they're not as good as the ECW Championship with the Phoenix rising from the belt, or the old Divas Championship belt with the butterfly. But if I had to choose uh, some graphics over the flat 3D crap WWE had been doing forever, I would definitely choose these stylized graphics because they look phenomenal. Good to know. Good to know. All right, Howard. Looks like there's been enough talk. It's time! For the main event. Oh, right. I suppose you want to know who it is. Uh, it's uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, your champion, versus Samoa Joe. Mm. Uh, 17 minutes, 50 seconds now i i will say kidder i did propose a bonus question i don't think it made it on oh yes it did oh it did bonus questions two bonuses two yes uh bonus question the first will that the identity of the devil be revealed and who do you think it is okay I say yes. What say you? Uh, I think yes as well. Okay. Who do you think it is? Uh, I actually believe... Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm jotting down notes so that future slightly intoxicated Howard remembers this. Uh, I actually believe that it might be one Dolph Ziggler with whatever his actual name is. Oh, yeah. I had that somewhere. No. It's like Nathan Namath or... Yeah, yeah. Nate Namath. Uh, there it is. Hey! Okay. Toxicated Howard did something good. <laughs> good job. Good job. Okay. So that's your, your pick? That's my pick. Okay. So we so got... You have, yes, that the devil will be revealed, as do I, and Nate Namath as the devil. Yes. And your pick to win the match is? Uh, I'm going to pick MJF. Okay. This. Okay. I uh, also say, yes, the devil will be revealed. I say the devil will be Wardlow. And mm. uh, I say the winner is MJF. No, I think I said that. Anyway, whatever. Yes. Yes, Wardlow, MJF. And just to mm. confirm, because I have this in the text message. Yeah. Well, the, the good news is, Kidder, uh, for you, the best I can do is tie okay. with this, with this set of picks. Okay. You ready? Let's do it, and let's All hope right. that Howard's not going to get three shots. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so big hype video hits the airwaves. Lots of people from the area bunch of Long Islanders talking about MJF is their scumbag. It was, uh, it was very good. It was very, very hilarious. Uh, Big Bada Boom, have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Looks like uh, 
a GN. I think that's what, what it is. So thanks for joining us. Um, there was even a funny part because there was one lady talking about uh, how MJF was her scumbag in the back of her car for like five hours and they did this and this and this and like all of them were bleeped. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> Samoa Joe made his way to the ring and then uh, I should say Samoa Joe made his way to the ring first. They had the vignette. MJF made his way to the ring. Everybody's cheering. And then MJF points to the Titantron stage area. And then, you know, it's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Adam Cole makes his way to the ring on crutches in his best friend's corner. So the bell rings. Uh, I should also mention that MJF's shoulder is jacked up, and he has got this bit, not only the kinetic tape, but he's got this big shoulder brace on because he's been uh, injured. So, Joe goes right after the shoulder. He's beating the crap out of MJF, continuously targeting MJF's shoulder. Joe gets the muscle buster. Hits MJF's bad shoulder into the mat apron. Then there's a cover near fall. MJF rallies. Hometown crowd cheering behind him. Hits a heat seeker on Joe to cover for a two count. And then uh, Max starts getting some extra, extra momentum. Starts targeting Joe's taped up elbow. MJF goes for a second heat seeker, but Joe slips out. MJF rolls up Joe for a near fall. MJF then applies the salt of the earth. Joe counters, applies an armbar on MJF, looking for the submission. MJF makes it to the ropes, facing the rope break. MJF accidentally bumps into the referee and then looks at the camera and winks. <laughs> so he bumped the ref on purpose and uh, comes over to Samoa Joe and low blows him. When MJF goes for the dynamite diamond ring, Adam Cole fumbles, gives Joe time to apply the coquina clutch and KOs MJF for the victory. Your winner and new AEW World Champion is Samoa Joe. Now, I see you're pouring your shot. Yep, I, I have a feeling that there's more to come. Okay. Because also, Kidder, we haven't done the uh, DraftKings screw finish of the night, so I have a feeling that's yes. coming up. Well, I mean... Um, I, that's like the finish of the match. And I think that was screwy. And so, there it is! The DraftKings screw finish of the night. Howard having to drink again. <laughs> oh, I got a little bit of that up my nose, kid. Oh, no, that's screwy, too. He, oh. Howard's been screwed for the last time. Or has he? Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's still two questions on the line. Correct. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that there's some answers here. So everybody is uh, mad. Everybody's booing. And 
uh, chanting "Fu Joe." Samoa Joe takes the championship, walks up the ramp, and suddenly the Devil's minions rush the ring, come into the ring, start beating up MJF, and grab both of them, setting them aside from each other. One of the minions grabs a chair. He's looking to hit both both uh, MJF and Adam Cole. He's turning. Who's he going to hit? Both MJF. And Adam are screaming, no, hit me, hit me, you son of a bitch, hit me. The lights all go out. Seems like an eternity where the world has gone black. The lights come up. The minions are standing behind the chair that's seated. And who's in the chair? It's Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole is the devil. And I have to say, I was pissed because I was going to choose Adam Cole as the devil, and I didn't trust my gut, and I went with Wardlow. Now, I was close, because who are the henchmen? Wardlow, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. And then they beat the crap out of MJF standing over him. Adam Cole pulls out the devil mask and throws it onto MJF. And that is the end of the show, everybody. And just for Howard's sake, I'm pulling up the DraftKings screw finish of the night once again. It's there because it all fits into all of it. There you go. Yeah. Well, that is definitely How do you feel, th- Howard? Um, I, I don't feel great, um, especially because I have one last shot of this Kahlua gingerbread to uh, to consume. Uh, not the uh, the finish that I was expecting. Uh, I, I really also don't like this because aren't, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't MJF and Adam Cole like the tag team champions? together they were they were the ring of honor tag team champions but on on dynamite on uh, dynamite it was an interesting time interesting time on dynamite because uh the uh samoa joe and mjf came in they had to fight uh tag team of the the minions the devil's minions and then uh they ended up losing and as part of that there was a vignette uh, up on top of the screen or on on the screen i should say of uh uh what did it say it 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 was basically thanking samoa joe for working with him and then Samoa Joe beat up MJF, and that was right after they lost the tag team champions title. Okay. So right now, the Devil Group, whatever they're going to call themselves, <clears throat> because they've been part of the Kingdom and uh, something else, I think as well. Uh, their their group holds the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship belts. Okay. Interesting. Um, so that 
I guess is one thing. Also, I'm just going to say it as I take this shot. Uh, the fact that it's Adam Cole is the devil is kind of some WWE BS. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Fair enough. Hey, we have this super popular tag team that's over. What are we going to do? Break them up and make them fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's WWE level BS. Uh, I'm just saying it. And that's not just all the liquor talking. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting way to go out. Months of a long storyline, and there it is. Yeah, I especially when you're having MJF lose in his hometown, or at least home state. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's WWE level BS. He loses to that. And then, like, the big reveal is that it's, oh my gosh, it's your former tag team partner. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Where, and I'm not saying this because I wish it was uh, someone, you know, like your pick was just as good with Wardlow. To have somebody in there who's, different it now creates a new story it, it can go somewhere you could get people talking for a while about beating the crap out of mjf and taking the championship because wardlow was mjf's assistant and aligned with him until mjf screwed him yeah i mean or even if you're bringing in somebody new i mean that's the kind of build-up where you could give people surprise i mean it has to be the right new person it has to be somebody with some name so people are like Oh my gosh, it's so like uh, that's part of the reason why I went with the uh, Nate Namath pick. Mm-hmm. That would, I mean, like, yeah, MJF lost, but look who's here. Like, it would have, like, at least left people on a somewhat positive note. Yeah. But it is, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to rank this pay per view kidder like a, yeah, see, it's average. I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it's anything special. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, with that, yeah. might as well get this in uh, for the scorekeeping. Uh, tonight's big winner of bragging rights, the defunct WWE pay per view. Uh, tonight is Kidder. Kidder with ten correct. I was able to get back up to nine, and uh, therefore. <clears throat> You know, not not too shabby. Only one off. Uh, and how many shots I had? I lost count somewhere around six. So, I mean, there's technically thirteen matches and two bonus questions, and so yeah, there you go, math. Yeah. So, Peter, your overall thoughts as we're get, coming to a close with this mm-hmm. on this show. Well, I wasn't um, overly excited about it, I guess. And what is it? Next weekend we have another one. Because what? It's uh, WWE Day One. Oh, oh, hold on. Yeah. Let me really, I, hold I, it up. Hold on. I mean, I mean it's not that I dislike oh, talking to you. I didn't put it on my calendar. Hold on. I, I mean, I mean, not that I dislike talking with you, Kidder. Um, I just, I, I can't keep doing this to myself every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 
Let's see. <clears throat> I mean, my my insides are full of schnapps and rum. Uh, it's it's not a good feeling over here. Mm-hmm. On the bright side, here while, while you're looking that oh, up, oh, if you, if you, if... it's it's going to be an episode of Raw because it's on the first, so you're <laughs> safe. You you have been saved by a giant Dodge bullet the size of a Freightliner Cascadia truck with triple axle trailer. <laughs> Good. Good. Um anyway, I was gonna what? say if any oh. no, no no go ahead. Your your final thought. Your get, oh. get out there. Your opinion on AEW world's end i mean towards the end i started falling asleep so there's that uh, <laughs> try not to take a nap uh i mean it was all right there there was some all right moments um the interesting thing is we had talked earlier tonight about how uh i mean time and interest level isn't a hundred percent there and like ftr wasn't even on this pay-per-view and ftr is the main reason why i've been keeping tabs on aew uh the acclaimed were not on this pay-per-view another reason i've been enjoying it they are still the trios champions and I guess the Christian Adam Copeland feud has been very good. I kind of keep tabs on the the MJF uh, Adam Cole stuff because MJF has some pretty good promos. But my time for all of that has kind of been waning. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. It's a lot of stuff to watch. It's lots of stuff to keep track of. And, and clearly, like, you have to pay attention to it because, I mean, I'm not, and I don't know who half these people are or what's necessarily a best pick on some of it. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. I suppose uh, I'll give it uh, C minus. <laughs> okay. Not, not a bad slightly below average so yeah the passing grade so yeah get her uh i'm gonna share this before i wrap this up because you've been doing a lot of talking but I, I had this this brilliant epiphany the other night while i was in the shower and and it's it's an idea for a match that i and, and hey i'm jumping over to wwe so if you don't want to hear this go for it um I, but I, I had this uh, this brilliant idea for a match that would actually uh, it would work with the current uh, Roman Reigns bloodline faction. It would be interesting. Uh, you do it as kind of a Survivor Series type match, so team versus team. So in this case, bloodline versus another team. The other team are made up of opponents of Roman Reigns who probably deserve a second shot. Adam, like a Cody Rhodes, a L.A. Knight. Uh, you know, you could probably throw a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn in there. But you, you have an even number, four on four. We'll just go with. 
and here here's what it is here's where, here's where it gets different than the survivor series match it's four on four if the any member of the bloodline kins a member of the other team they're gone actually no wait. i already got screwed this up because of the drink <laughs> For the, for the person to be gone, Roman Reigns has to pin him for them to be gone and eliminated. So he has to individually pin all four. But he's got the help of the bloodline to make that happen. The other guys can eliminate members of the bloodline by pinning them. So they can weed out the other team. If any of the good guys pin Roman Reigns, they get the title. I think it would be an interesting uh, little kind of different take on a Survivor Series-esque match. Well, you know, just throw that out there. Your thoughts on first hearing this idea that I think is, it would be intriguing. Let's do it because it's it's different and it's intriguing. I, I, I mean, it was just my thought. You know, it's like a Survivor Series match doesn't really matter. This would be interesting. His title is on the line, but he's got help. However, that help can be eliminated. However, he's able to pin his opponents. They're gone. And to answer the JR question of, can the good guys coexist? Well, you just make it that anybody who's on that team, if they beat Roman Reigns, they get a title shot, even if they didn't get the titles. Like, they would be the next set of opponents. So you're building some storyline for the future. You're having an interesting match that's different. I mean, you could you could go so many different ways with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be some interesting storytelling, and it would be different. That was my that was my shower epiphany. Yeah, you should do that more often. I should. Uh, and on that free piece of advice to the WWE, Jenner, oh, we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we wrap this show up with some cheap plugs. And as is the tradition on the wrestling episodes of Beer Blues and Yes, since you did all the talking, uh, Intoxicated Howard gets to try to make his way through the cheap plugs. Yay. So, uh, you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy some laughs as I now try to remember and accurately say all the stuff I'm supposed to promote. <clears throat> Uh, I always like to start with our home in cyberspace. That is BeerBluesBS.com. That's right. It's our home in cyberspace. It's our homepage. You can listen to episodes of the show right there, or you can be directed to all of the other places to find the show, or you can take and buy us a beer because beer is better than six shots of gingerbread Kahlua. I'm just saying that. So you can buy us a beer. It's a great way to donate to the show. It's any amount that you see fit, and you get a shout-out. You can also put in a special comment, and we will read it live on air. Also located at BeerBluesBS.com is our merch store. Hey, do you like that really awesome sticker that Kidder is putting up in front of his camera so that he can do whatever he wants behind the camera? Hey, you can get that. Just go to BeerBluesBS.com. The little waffle at the top, or the hamburger, depends on how you want to call it. And uh, click the merch button. Yeah, takes you to our merch store. We got stuff. We got pint glasses. We got t-shirts. We got hoodies. We got a shower curtain for some reason. 
That's just creepy, man. Uh, but there's all sorts of great stuff that you can get. Stuff with our logos. Stuff with funny sayings on it. Hey, you know, we're, we're looking up. I know it's past Christmas. You probably had to return some gifts. Hey, here's something you can spend some money on. Well, Beer Blues BS merch. So make sure you check out that. <clears throat> hey, do you want to know what's all kind of going on in our world? Check out our Facebook page. We post there. Sometimes we post special things. But you won't know if you don't go and you don't hit the follow or the like button. So make sure you do that. It's a great way. We're also on the gram. And no, I don't mean the Graham Norton show. We're not that famous. No, I mean the Instagram. So make sure you go there. Subscribe. Follow. You might see some interesting things. You just never know. Also, hey, if you've been watching this, you might have been watching this on our YouTube channel. That's right. We put out the podcast, Beer, Blues, and BS, every week. You can see the video version on YouTube. Just search Beer, Blues, and BS. You can see our happy, smiling faces or watch as we you know, recoil in disgust at having to drink six shots of Kahlua gingerbread. <clears throat> it's worth the visuals, folks. Yeah. Also, every now and then we stream. Get our streams with our good friend, Rude Boy Kyle, over on Twitch. Yeah, just go over to Twitch and search 2s13. And, uh, hey, you could actually be watching us live there. And if you are, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see. That gets that. Uh, hey, we should talk about the audio podcast because we do that, too. And uh, we put it out through podbean.com. But you can find us on any audio podcasting service that you can you know, possibly be subscribed to. Everything from Stitcher FM. I think it's just Stitcher. I always combine those two. Stitcher and last Stitcher, uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. There we go. Get it right, Howard. Uh, YouTube Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, IMDb. Do they have a podcast? I don't know. If they do, we're there. So you can take us with us. You can hear this audio gold, this silky, buttery voice. Anytime Howard is tired, coming over your audio waves, lulling you into a sense of, you know, relaxation. And and that too. <laughs> yes. Heart Radio, Nora. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Kidder's trying to help me out. Kidder's like, get through these, Howard. I want to go to bed. So all of the audio places, you can find us there. And hey, I, I Kidder will be mad at me if I don't mention we're also on Streamlabs. That's right. You can go to Streamlabs, search Beer, Blues, and BS. We have merch there. You can buy the merch. Hey, it's on the screen right now. Uh, so yeah, www.streamlabs.com slash Beer, Blues, and BS. Uh, it's a great spot for you to, as I said, you can buy some merch there, but you can also donate to the show. And for the low, low price of a dollar a month, you can help two guys who are sitting in their respective basements continue to talk about geeky things like wrestling, Doctor Who, beer, and other such fun topics. Won't you help us out? Won't you? Please? And, uh, I think with that, I think I got them all. I think I hit it all. It sounds like everything, Howard. I, 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 I wanted to add, as of uh, 
more wrestling breaking news before we leave. All right. QT Marshall. Yes. Is now done with AEW. The contract is up. He's he's out. He's headed elsewhere, doing something else. QTV was kind of stupid because it was like the original TMZ. Mm. And I, it did not really go over well. So there's that. Uh, the second thing is Tony Khan confirmed that Andrade's contract ends 12-31-2023. He will attempt to re-sign him before the clock strikes zero and a new day and a new world and a new year. However, according to Tony Khan, he doesn't expect Andrade to stay, wishes him the best, and says that he wrestled great and his performance tonight was great as well. Uh, he also <clears throat> said that QT, going back to him, has uh, helped to build the next generation of wrestlers and uses Julia Hart as an example. And the door's open if he wants to return to all elite wrestling. There was, <laughs> there was also talk, and I don't know, don't know, Howard, if we had discussed this, but... Potentially, AEW leaving the Warner Brothers Discovery platform here in uh, 2024, with WWE potentially gaining a little uh, extra traction with the huge addition of one CM Punk. I uh, we we did talk about that, and uh, I think we were of differing minds on it, if I recall. So, very seen, very much to me seems that it will likely not happen, and AEW has a, a good home at Warner Brothers Discovery, especially being on TNT and TBS, and having two championships, one for each network. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, it just seems like that's like they're not going anywhere. <laughs> so. All right. Well, with that last bit of breaking news, uh, I had to say the three last things. So <clears throat> let me muster the last of my vo voice to tell you, hey, you out there, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And because you tuned in, you know, we'd like to offer you this this wise bit of wisdom. Always keep your glass at least half full. If you come back tomorrow, there could and may be free beer. No promises, but there's a good chance of it. And we will catch you all down that gingerbread-laden Tuscan Highway. Night, everybody. <laughs>